Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Next Level. And again, thank you so much for your support and feedback. I'm always trying to bring interesting and new topics for you guys to enjoy, and hopefully, you'll keep listening and finding this podcast interesting. Okay, so let me just start right away with、um, what's been happening in the last couple weeks. This is kind of like a continuation from last. Um, episode where I talked about the need to be curious. Well, when I pursued this path,、um, when I began questioning this entire pandemic,、um, in the span of a few months, my world was turned upside down. In the past, I was regarded as someone respectable with decent knowledge in you know, the field of basic biology, since you know, I majored in that, and I had Good conversations with my sister and my couple friends who were also doctors. But to be honest,、um, because of this pandemic, we've, we've kind of、um, disagreed on quite a few things. And suddenly I became this, like an outsider. Like they've rejected everything that they used to say or acknowledge. And Not just that, when I'm talking about this with my other friends from the States or Canada, I get the same reaction. So, this is, a, this, this is an interesting situation because there seems to be a conflict.、Um, I don't know how I can go from being accepted to rejected in just a matter of weeks, I would say. And、um, so, this, this is a learning moment for me. Or, I should say, it's a review for me. And I mentioned this to another friend of mine who's also a doctor. And、um, he totally understood what I was talking about. And he had, his, he had his own awakening moment a couple years ago where he felt everything that he's been taught has kind of、um, come into question now. Well, that's another story. So, after I shared this story with him, We talked about first, we talked about what I knew, which is this concept of core value. Okay,、um, I personally believe that if you have a strong core value system, you, then you're able to hold yourself well.、Um, I have friends and I have acquaintances who you can feel have a very flimsy, which means kind of weak and not solid,、um, core values, and they're, they're easily. Moved from left to right and they get confused. And then you have those people who have very strong core values. And usually in my circle, they're religious people. And one of their core values is, you know, don't do this, do that. That's because they have a set of rules from their religion. So we talked about that and we both agreed that in moments like this, a core value is very important. Because it holds you. It's a core, just like core strength training. When I'm at the gym, I don't ignore my core because if I want to do heavy squats, if I want to do any sort of compound exercises where I need the whole body, a weak core is not going to do it. I mean, I'll get hurt. My back will just give out. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll twist my back or I'll get some kind of injury. So you can apply that kind of thinking to you know, your, your, your mental well being too. You have a core. You have core strength, which, is, which, is, which are your core values, I should say. Then,、um, just to kind of go quickly, how you 
develop your core value is shown in how you portray yourself, how you are seen by people. And that is essentially your identity. Like we all have an identity, right? But we're not talking about human constructs. We're not talking about social identities. For example, you are an employee, you're a wife, you're a mother. These are social constructs. I'm talking about an identity that you just can't place a name on. You know, it's just the person. You can, you can easily identify that person. It's a feeling. And in Jungian psychology, which is a psychology from a Swiss psychologist named Carl Jung, he identified, he was able to discover this concept of a persona, which is kind of like the mask that we wear. The persona is a very interesting topic, and I would definitely go into it more. But just to give you a brief idea, a persona is kind of like a mask we wear when we're outside. It's, it's for us to fit in. And we do it all the time. I mean, humans, we have to do that. It's the, the problem occurs is when we um, wear this for too long or we're too into this persona that we kind of lose a sense of who we are. Now, this happens to some actors and actresses, for example, when they play a role and they're so involved in that role that they kind of fall in love with each other, you know, on on the set while they're filming. But then after they finish the drama or whatever, then they break up. Now, that's an example of being too deep in your persona. So after that, after I, I, I shared the um, psychological perspective, um, I was expecting that he would share some, you know, biological perspective on this. But instead, he shared a story with me. And this happened to him when he was a, a child. So he was a boy growing up during the um, Chiang Kai-shek martial law period, maybe in the early 70s or late 60s. And on graduation day from elementary school, he was standing there listening to the school principal give a speech. And when the speech was over, the principal next um, announced that as he, as you know, the students were graduating, he would announce one particular student that he was going to name and invite up to the front or the stage. And um, the guy, the boy that was invited was my friend. And when he got up to the stage, the principal had this sign, um, like a sign, a board that you can wear. And the sign says, please speak Mandarin. And he put the sign on that little boy, and then he started to scold him. And what happened was basically was that uh, when he was a boy, he just kept speaking Taiwanese. He just didn't speak Mandarin. And he's been um, scolded. He's been punished several times, I think in his sixth grade or something. But I guess he just never learned or he refused to comply or something like that. He didn't go into details about that. But what he did say was the um, principal put that board on him and this was in front of the entire sixth grade. I mean, he was there out in the field and everyone could see that. So it's kind of like a like a really embarrassing and humiliating way to, um, to shame someone. And then the principal said, you know, when you're all graduating, we have to pick out the worst the, the bad student of, of this graduation 
and my friend was that bad student. Um, so he was standing there with that board on, and he just he said that that moment was just like he wanted to just bury himself and hide forever because all his classmates were looking at him. Then, I think about five minutes later, if if you know if, if he remembers correctly. Um, they they asked him to kind of move to the side because then the um, other, I think, uh, staff member, not the principal, was going to announce the best student of the um, sixth grade elementary school for the graduating class. And that staff member handed an envelope to um, the principal and the principal um, opened the letter and announced the best student of the year, you know, based on the votes and the name that he read was also my friend <laughs> which was very interesting because when the when the principal read that name he was shocked because he looked back at my friend who was sitting there with the board on and he double checked the um, envelope to make sure that it was the same name and it was and so there was this awkward moment this really weird embarrassing moment where nobody knew what to do and so after like 10 seconds, a staff member told my friend to just come back up to the stage, you know, to accept his award for being the best student. And um, he, he, he went up there <laughs> with the board on. But I guess one of the staff members had enough sense to take that board off and ask him to accept that award. And so he accepted that award um, because of his grades. He was a very um, hardworking student. He got the best grades among his um, entire classmates. And so when he was accepting that award, he said it, it was like in that few minutes, he had this awakening moment, you know. And he said that um, when he accepted the award, he did not feel happy at all. It's not like the award made up for that previous bad student um, shame. He felt nothing. And when the principal asked him to give a little speech, you know, on, on that stage, he just said that I'm not, I'm not the best student and I'm not the worst student. I'm just one of you guys. Wow, I found that story a little unbelievable because a guy like him was just in the sixth grade. He was able to say something like that. But... You know, now I think about it, when you have a moment like that, you have this, this moment of clarity. It's like you're just, you're just, you become aware, you know, that what, what was he aware of? He shared the story with me because he wanted to tell me that nobody can tell you if you're good or bad because look what happened to him. He was both good and bad at the same time, but he didn't feel good or bad. Because why? Because his core values. He spoke Taiwanese because his parents, his family spoke Taiwanese. He felt speaking Taiwanese was part of who he was. There was something wrong with that. That's why he didn't comply. And when he was praised, when he accepted the um, best student award for hard, you know, for his grades, he didn't feel like he was good. Why? Why didn't he? Well, the same. It was just part of his core value. He believed in studying hard. So it wasn't like he deserved any special treatment. He just did what he um, has always been doing, right? Which is study hard and speak Taiwanese. <laughs> so if 
these two values were not um, judged by the school or the school principal, he would be no different than any other person. So after hearing that story, I realized how core values can be so important, especially when you're growing up, especially as a parent, on determining the happiness or the success or the productivity of your child when they grow up. Now, that brings me to my final point, which is this cliche. Um, for those of you who know me, you know I hate cliches because cliches are just, to me, the worst. They're like an escape. They're a really bad excuse to hide behind something that everyone uses. And the uh, cliche is the one that I'm sure you all know, which is be yourself. Oh, just be yourself. Um, I think the story that I just shared, that is about being yourself. But when people say be yourself, they're kind of saying it to justify or rationalize some failure. Um, what I mean by that is every time I hear someone say, just be yourself, it was they say it to kind of encourage you or to comfort you because something bad happened. Um, you know, but no, I don't agree with that. I think being yourself means you hold on to your core values and you do not let external values determine who you are. But if you're talking about you're out there and, you know, people don't like you or you, you got fired from your job or something like that, and then or you're rude and then you're like, well, I'm just being myself. Well, yeah, you're being yourself, but you're not really... um being part of society either. So that's all I have to say about being yourself. This story made me understand more how actually being yourself is not being whatever you want to be. It's holding on to your core values. And if you hold on to them, you're always going to accomplish something. And you should not let what others say determine the value of your accomplishment. So in the end, what got me thinking was the difference between a core value and a judgmental value. I start to ask myself, am I living in a judgmental value world or a core value world? And I encourage you to do the same. And you'll be surprised if you give this thought long enough, the answer that will slowly appear in your mind. From a judgmental perspective, every action will be judged as good or bad. And not only do we judge ourselves, we judge others and others judge us. From a psychology perspective, I would say that both exist within us. We are both good and bad. But if we're both good and bad, how about we just abandon this title, this identity and just say we're not good and we're not bad, we're just who we are. So going back to what I said earlier, this to me is the essence of being yourself. Understanding that, embracing that. And when we're able to embrace that, maybe we'll be able to look at the world from a different angle and we'll also be able to embrace all that that is in this world as well because we're part of this world and the world is part of us. Okay, so I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Talk to you guys next time. Bye-bye.